Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. I want you to turn to James, the book of James, chapter 4. Are y'all listening to me tonight? James 4, um, and let's start with verse number 1. From whence come wars and fightings among you? How, how do quarreling and bickering and strife, how does it come? Come they not hence even of your lust that war in your members? You lust and have not. You kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight and war. Now, I'm telling you, people, if you're going to have the power of God in your life, you better not be fighting and warring. It's talking about with other people. Strife is a killer. Strife opens the door. The Bible says that where strife is, there's confusion and what? Every evil work. God can open a door, but honey, you can open one too for the devil. I don't want that, do you? I've learned to repent real fast. Okay, he goes on to say, Yet you have not, because you ask not. So what does that tell us? Prayer many times is not bringing to us, we're not tapping into that steady current of God's power because we're not asking Him anything. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be made full. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give it to you. You have not because you ask not. So, see, many times we're going about our life, we've got our business, we've got our jobs, we've got our occupations, you know, we're going to school, uh, we're uh, raising our family, we're doing all of these things, yet we do not use the power that's available because we don't pray. Prayer's not complicated. It isn't. Now, I'll say this, you know, it's it's just, it's... um, It has depth to it. Prayer has depth to it. And the more you pray, the deeper you can get into the truths about prayer. But it's not complicated. You have not because you ask not. And then he goes on to say, what else here? You ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it or waste it upon your own lusts. And and the NIV says, because you ask with wrong motives. You know, if you're asking for something because you want to show someone up or because you're in pride and you want everybody to know what a hot shot you are, that's wrong motives. But if you truly desire something, you can ask for it and God said he'll do it. So we can see then that you have not because you ask not. Isaiah 64, 7 says this. There is none that calls upon thy name that stirs up himself to take hold of thee, for thou hast hid thy face from us and hast consumed us because of our iniquities. 
Now, I want us to look at that a moment. There is none that calls upon thy name that stirs up himself to take hold of thee. Now, he's saying these people didn't do that because they were wicked and perverse and in iniquity. But that tells us if you do what it says here, that you call upon the name and you stir yourself up to take hold of God, it will work. But you see, you've got to stir yourself up. It's kind of like that scripture. You know, Timothy says, stir up the gift that's in you. Each one of us have gifts that have been given to us by God. But there comes a time where you can know it's there. It's not a question of is the gift there. It's resident. It's in you. It's been put in you by God. But there's this stirring up process that has to take place. Stir up the gift. Do things to use the gift. To grow and develop and cultivate the gift. Okay? Then what you have to do in prayer is you have to stir yourself up in prayer. I tell you, there's sometimes when I go to pray that I feel like a wet noodle. I feel spent. I feel like I don't have any energy. But you know what? I can lay hold of the steady current of God's power tapping in through prayer even at those times in my life because it's not me. It's because of what? God's grace. And I think somehow God can look at us and he can see our hearts and see that we're physically... See, being physically tired, let me tell you something. I, I believe God understands that, but there's a certain point you get physically tired and you lose out and you get in trouble. So you, you, you need to rest yourself properly. You need to take care of your body. What am I saying? You remember Jesus speaking to his disciples and he was in the Garden of Gethsemane and he was going through just such a difficult time let me tell you something. Jesus had to pray the price before he could pay the price. He had to pray himself through that before he could go and do what it took. Many times we've got to pray the price and then we can pay it. We can do what it takes. I'm not saying that we, you know, can pay the price that Jesus paid for us. That's not what I'm saying. But many times there's things that are out there in front of us and you've got to prepare through prayer to face what you have to face, just like Jesus. But he told them, he told those disciples. You know, he went back a few times. <clears throat> and he was praying until he began to sweat great drops of blood, the Bible says. And that's intense praying, wouldn't you think? And he would stop and he would go to, over to those disciples. And he'd say, pray, you need to pray. Why? Because he knew what they were going to face. He knew that he was going to Calvary. <clears throat> he knew what Peter was going to be facing. He knew that Peter was going to deny him. He knew the difficulty that lay ahead, and he said, Peter, pray. He spoke to those other disciples, and he said, pray, because you don't know what's ahead. And then in one place, he said, men always ought to pray and not to faint. And the Amplified says, lose heart and give up and turn coward. See, that Peter turned coward, didn't he? But if he had been at that place with the Lord. So see, I do know that God knows we're human and I know he knows we get tired. 
and our bodies are just human. But I do think that there's place that we get in just being weary and physically tired that stops us from tapping into that power, stops us. See, I tell you something. That's why ministers, the fivefold ministers of God, God told them, he said, I want you to pray and I want you to be in the word. And he said, set deacons out here so that they can do the work of taking care of the people because you need to have yourself in the word of God and in prayer. Why? Because laying hold of that steady current of God's power through the grace of God is not just for you as a pastor or minister. It's for all those people that you're ministering to. And see, I want to tell you, I, I could really, I could really, I could really get in here because I watched my father, who was a Baptist pastor, and I watched him. He was a good preacher, fiery preacher of the Word of God, loved those people in that congregation, but nobody did anything. And I don't believe it was because they were mean people. They didn't know. They just didn't know. They expected him to do everything. And because of that, he died early. At 48 years of old, I'd say, uh, years old, I think that's early, don't you? But you see, I learned that lesson. You cannot do everything. And if people will not come alongside of you and help you, you're limited in what you can do. But see, you preach the vision. You put out there the vision. You teach the people. You train them. They catch hold. They begin to do the work. And you can be in prayer and the Word. And I, that doesn't mean you sleep all day and eat fried chicken. See, that's what some people think preachers do. I like fried chicken. I'm Southern, just like you. But you have to pray and you have to be in the Word. And you've got to have people to come alongside of you. So what am I saying all that for? It's for this reason. There are things that come into our life every day and they can drain us. And it's just like... Uh, a container that has holes in it and begins to leak out. And that, see, that's what happens in our life. Well, we can keep ourselves built up through prayer. What kind of praying? Praying in the Holy Ghost. This is the refreshing wherewith you can cause the weary to rest. Praying in the Spirit. You can build yourself up on your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. When you pray in the Spirit, 1 Corinthians 14, you edify yourself. See, there's times I'm not going to pray for this body. I am not going to pray for my family. And I pray for all those things. I, I pray for a lot of different things. But there's times when I know my cup is not full. <laughs> And I will just pray in tongues. Well, so-and-so wants you to call them. And so-and-so needs to have a meeting with you today. Well, honey, you're not getting a meeting with me. Because if I talk to you, it wouldn't be good today. Now, see, is that mean? No, that's just knowing priorities. And people get mad at you and they don't understand. But hopefully they'll grow and learn and won't stay that way. But I'll just pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in other tongues, whatever you want to call it. 
and it will charge you and build you back up. Well, now you've got to pray for the president. Remember what it says in Timothy, and then you've got to pray for the missionaries, and don't forget this. Yes, all of those things we need to cover and saturate in prayer. But honey, when you're at that time where your cup is empty, you need to stir yourself up, and you need to pray in the Holy Ghost. Did you hear what I said? Amen. I want to go back to that scripture in 2 Timothy as I'm closing here. When we're talking about stirring yourself up. It says, lay hold. See, you have to lay hold of it. Lay hold of that steady current of God's power. So it takes you laying hold of it and you stirring yourself to prayer. See, so many times we want the lightning bolt from heaven to come down and say, Thus saith the Lord, thou shalt pray today at 3 o'clock. <laughs> Most likely, it ain't going to happen. Not good English, but you get the drift. It's not going to happen that way. He's already said it. He's already set it in motion. He's already said, if you can tap into prayer, you can tap into my power. You can tap into miracles, signs, and wonders that can be yours. I tell you what, a church that's not changing their world, not changing where they are, they're a church without prayer or very little of it. When prayer happens in the church of God and when we begin to speak God's word in our prayer closet, what he's already said, then things began to happen. I want things to happen in my life. Don't you? Well, it can happen, but stir yourself up in prayer. Let the Lord speak to you. It may be early in the morning when he wakes you up and you don't know why you wake up. See, do I need to go pray? Late at night where everybody's in bed, you know, your, whatever your, you know, chemistry, body chemistry is, you know, some people are early risers and some people are not, whatever it is. But if when everybody else is in bed, is the Holy Spirit tapping you just like he did Samson? You remember when the Holy Spirit began to urge Samson is what the way the King James says it? If the Holy Spirit begins to urge you, pray. When he's not urging you, pray. Stir yourself to prayer. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.